I do use power sources. My students love them. Live from our studio in Babson Park, Massachusetts, it's the Fred Opie Show. Teach them the difference between the primary and secondary source. When I give them a question, for example, who was the cooperative that had the biggest role in FDR's visit to the Hudson Valley? They have to take the primary source, they have to identify who the cooperative is, what role did they play. Uh, I'm explaining to them all these things, and then I'm expecting them, I teach them this, I'm just letting them go. You have to find a historical image that also represents what's going on in this particular piece and represents your thesis. Here's a historical image, which I show them how to find them. Restriction-free, it's got to be restriction-free. I show them how to create a caption. I show them how to go into Photoshop and clean it up. I show them how to write a really tight 200 words. It's harder to write a great 200 words than it is for them to keep repeating themselves in three paragraphs. So it's 200 words and then I'm showing them how to create hot links. What's a related link to this, whether it's YouTube video, podcast, so that readers can learn more about what you're talking about. You do that over the course of half of the semester, and they're learning how to use primary sources. They're learning how to go into digital archives and find, you know. Beginning of class, we spend the first 15 minutes just reading everybody's blog posts. Read a blog post, read comments on yours. They do that, we're all doing it together. Then, after we're done, I go, okay, give me a shout out of an image you liked and why. And they literally go around and they, I really like Chance's image. I pull it up in front of everybody. What did you like about it? What did you find that one at? I couldn't find one for this post. So they're helping each other, they're picking it all out. Now, I've got this line going through this image. How do you get rid of the line? The student says, uh, oh, I said, come on up front. He comes up front, takes his laptop, plugs it in, shows him how to go in Photoshop, shows him how to get rid of the image. All that stuff, I'm not trying to sit there and be the expert in the room. Somebody asks me a question, I'm asking anybody else. So they're learning about primary sources, learning about how to do a citation, learning how to use these historical images. It's really cool to see them figure this all out. At the beginning of the year, and one of the things we do is over the course of the year, is you go back and fix your earlier post now that you know more. It's got to be really ugly when you first do it, but they figure it out. We do the same thing with podcasts. The second half of the class, you're going to respond to a question with a podcast. I, I was a little scared the first couple of times I did it, but I saw that they found this a lot more interesting than just the typical writing. And it was outside. If everybody else is doing MLL, you're MLA, the citation, I'm going to teach you footnotes. I don't need to teach you something that you already know. So that's kind of my philosophy about it. If you want to know more about what I'm doing, go to fredopi.com, which is my website. You can see information on the books I've published. There are two blogs that I host there, both a food and an athlete's blog, and there's both a food and an athlete's podcast.